welcome to the Bible for Worship at St. Paul Lutheran Church on this 16th Sunday after Pentecost, when our scripture reading is written in St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 14, verses 1 through 12. Paul writes, Include the person who is weak in faith, without argumentative quarreling, one who lives in faith eats everything, while one who is weak eats only vegetables. The one who eats shall not despise the one who does not, and the one who does not eat shall not judge the one who eats, since God includes that person. Who are you to judge another's servant? Each stands or falls according to their own Lord, and they are stood up, because the Lord can make them stand. One person judges one day better than others. Another person judges every day as equal. Each should follow the mind's own conviction. One who is mindful of a day is mindful for the Lord. One who eats, eats for the Lord, giving thanks to God. And the one who refrains from eating refrains for the Lord and gives thanks to God. Our lives are never for ourselves, and our deaths are never for ourselves, because if we are alive, we are alive in relation to the Lord. And if we die, we die in relation to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. The anointed died and lived for this reason, so he could be Lord of both the dead and the living. Why do you judge a member of your congregation or despise a member of your congregation? We shall all appear before the tribunal of God. Indeed, it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bend for me and every tongue shall acknowledge God. In some, then, each one of us will give our own account. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Unity in diversity. It could be a modern treatise on how to get along in a complex society. And here we find Paul apostle to the Gentiles in the middle of the first century, expounding this principle as a matter of faith. It's clear that the Roman community to which he was writing was in conflict when we hear him advising, don't despise the other, don't judge the other. He even takes it up to the level of talking about if we live or if we die. These are key identity issues that are at stake for the people in this community. Kashrut and calendar. What one does and doesn't eat and what days one does or doesn't work. They were crucial identity markers for the Jewish community, for Paul's family in the flesh, as he calls them, for God's people, and especially as they were living out on 
the boundaries of what had once been the horizon of Israel's land as they live in the diaspora among many, many Gentiles here in Rome. Those boundaries were essential. But Paul understands that in his community, people are called to be boundary crossers in a way. Jews in one community together with Gentiles and Gentiles in one community together with people worshiping not the emperor and not the gods of Rome, but the God of Israel. And Paul's message to those people is that their identity as God's people together in unity is not set by the old traditional boundaries, but rather by the relationship that God gives to both the Jews and the Gentiles. That relationship is what Paul calls faith. And he's established that already in the book of Romans, back in chapter 4, where he talks about Abraham, who was blessed by God and counted faithful and a friend of God because he lived primarily from that relationship God had created with him. Abraham, who lived years, centuries before anybody had thought about the kind of boundaries that food and calendar would ultimately identify among the Jewish people. And he talks in chapter 6, verse 17, to the Gentiles in his community by saying that you must be faithful to the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. That's a fascinating phrase. We think of, trust, of teaching being entrusted to us. After all, I go to school, I sit in my classroom, and the teacher entrusts teaching to me. But for Paul, there are individuals who are entrusted to a form of teaching. And in Paul's view, the form of God's teaching of the Israelites, of the Jews, is different from the form of God's teaching among the Gentiles. And yet each is called to be faithful to the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. And when that's the case, any one way, my way or the highway, it has to be this way, any one way approach which seeks to bring everybody together under a single form of teaching or life together, rather than bringing them together, it will actually rupture the community. And so each lives in relation to the Lord differently. And therefore, each will follow their own conviction on these matters, even matters that had once been so defining as kashrut, what you eat, and calendar, what days you work and don't. Now, there's no question that Paul also elsewhere recognizes that there are times when the community collectively has to make a decision 
And then it's not just one person deciding and everybody else follows. Then he says communal discernment is essential, where a decision must be made. But on the experience of one's relationship with God, the experience of one's own faith, each one decides, each one discerns, each one defines how that is best lived out. For Paul, it is unity that is crucial. The unity of his boundary-crossing Jews and Gentiles living together. A unity that is given to them, not by uniformity, but by the God who creates relationships, who creates faith with all of them. And that unity, that sort of unity, can only be achieved in diversity. God bless.